The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Whoa, whoa, do we have a new theme song? Is that what oh. that is? <laughs> I was just feeling the pressure to get going quickly. Yeah, well, it's so, noon. I understand that. And so I was like... <laughs> so it's interesting coming from Periscope to Mixler, right? It's so very it's interesting, interesting. coming from Periscope to Mixler, right? It's me? It's always you, Aaron. It's always very interesting. interesting. Oh, man. How did that happen? I wasn't even signed in. It's always you, Aaron. Uh, I was on our website because it automatically plays through our website. Now is a good time to mention that. Yes. So if you're at AaronNDenae.com, our show will automatically start as soon as we begin broadcasting on Mixler. And because Aaron's computer is always plugged into the system. (laughs) It gets a nice little uh, loop. We get the loop. So apologize for that. But it's interesting coming from that live Periscope than to Mixler because it's a totally different environment, right? You go from video to audio. Yeah. Right now, you guys don't know if I'm doing a silly dance like I was doing on Periscope <laughs> a moment ago. Yeah. Periscope uh, has kind of taken over our worlds over this past week because well, it started a week ago. Do you remember that? It was available on Android. Yeah. And it was during, it was during the show last week yeah. when we kind of were experiencing it for the first time. So it's been a fun little experiment. Not everybody likes it. My mom thinks it's a little too voyeuristic. Your mother is amazing. <laughs> she was watching my Periscope yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was when I get home, I like to try to Periscope because I think my dogs are adorable. Mm-hmm. And I think our my audience might too. People seem to like give hearts whenever they see Madeline, my St. Oh, yeah. Bernard. Pets, pets are big. They're always big, yeah. So, well, Madeline really is technically She's big. Literally... She's a St. Bernard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Uh, when I was getting into the driveway, I started my periscope and I was like, just getting home. Dogs are going to be crazy. Kind yeah. of followed them around as they were like getting excited about me, letting them out of the kennels and jumping out into the yard. It's amazing. Tearing ourselves away from periscope, tearing myself away from Shia LaBeouf and his amazing motivational speech. You had trouble is, with that today. It's taken over the internet. You if, got sucked in. If to you haven't seen this, YouTube. It's today. incredible. Shia LaBeouf recorded in front of a green screen, like all these different segments, but one of them is this motivational speech. And I guess I will warn uh, adult language in some of it. Yeah. You know, Shia is not shy with his words. Uh, but the internet has just taken it. And because he's in front of a green screen, they're putting it into all these movies and all these different places. And. It was it was time well spent. I believe your um, exact words were, I love the internet. <laughs> That's right. This is what the internet was made for. Absolutely. So. I'm always amazed because I browse Imager a whole lot because mm-hmm. I love that website. Right. And other sites as well. You know, Reddit is often very fun. 
it's a fascinating world. Isn't it? Just to have places for creative people to put out their creativity. Like we're doing with our podcast, actually. You know, there's like the sky is the limit. You can do whatever. It's amazing. You ready to shoe a dough? Oh. Enough of the pre-show. You ready to get into the show proper? Ready to get into the show proper. Ready to shoe that dough? Is Tassie Tab making an appearance? Do we need to invite her in? Well, we did take a vote last week. Uh Uh-huh. And the vote during the show was yes. Um, There was no vote on our blog notes. (laughs) So I'm taking that as a yes. All right. Okay. So, I kind of heard that you guys missed me. Well, that's okay, because I missed you too. But I don't have any presents, so... What did you get me? Nothing? Hmm. It's okay. I still love you. Tassie's back! <laughs> a greedy little girl. Hey, she's she having wants an off day. presents. She's having My an off goodness. Day. Who doesn't want presents? I don't know. Well, we're doing a Sift Pop episode of Shoe the Dough, which means we're going to be talking some pop culture today. One of the topics we like to get into, we're going to be talking about Tomorrowland, about San Andreas, uh, maybe a little Doctor Who conversation, and then, of course, we'll do uh, a round of Do We Care, which is basically where I throw pop culture headlines at Danae, and she decides if it's anything worth talking about. Um, So we're going to get into all that stuff. But before we do, Danae, how's your pop culture life right now? Like, where are you at in pop culture? What are you experiencing? I think my immersion point is funny pictures. Like, I'm totally in the meme world. Right. That's an interesting thing to be considered pop culture. Isn't it, though? Right. Because I mean, you think part of, of like, our pop culture. You think of, like, movies and television and maybe books or music. But now we have, you know, just strictly photos and GIFs and things like that. And there's so many fun, hilarious, you know, websites out there. That's one of them I mentioned just a moment ago, being Imager, which is yeah. not always a safe place to go. Aaron gave a uh, <laughs> well, heads up on the Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> The internet um, in general. Can we just say? I think that's one thing we're learning. The internet is, is intrinsically PG-13. It's The world is, <laughs> like, you know, intrinsically a place where you have to be aware that different people have different standards of conduct. And it's, you know. There's got to be a website out there that, like, if you just want to stay G-rated internet, like, where you can and cannot go. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure where you can go would it's just be, like, though. your email. <laughs> You know, like just... let's, let's invent that. Can we invent that? Just a program. We'll make it. We'll put it in a big old box. We'll sell it at Best Buy. It'll be like, you know, how to keep your Internet G rated. People, people will put in the uh, put in the disk into their laptop and it'll just pop up a people, message that says just stay in... at your email Aww. and then we'll go from there. So. So now I have to. Sorry, that was my bad that time. <laughs> I think Did that's I a good idea, except done? for um, I think maybe we would make sure that people know it was a gag. Oh, you think they'd be upset? I think if Danae I if we charge worrying. eighty dollars, uh huh, eighty is that what we're charging? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should charge eight, and they'll be less upset. <laughs> That's a good point. It's a very good point. All right, so uh, let's start off by talking uh, about a couple movies. Yeah. Well, just a second ago, you were like, "So where are you in pop culture?" Yeah, I mentioned memes, memes, and pictures, and sharing mm-hmm. things on you know different sites and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you? Would you firmly plant yourself in the movie section because you do movie reviews and so you're there all the time? I think so. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I live because it is the you have to. vast majority of the content I produce in pop culture has to do with movies. <gasps> Can we talk about your movie reviews being picked up by sure. radio stations real quick? Sure. Go ahead. I just I think it's an awesome thing. Props to your movie friend, Brand. That's mm-hmm. your brand. Yeah. 
for getting picked up on multiple radio stations all across the country right we now. We launched last week with a 60-second radio review, and I think nine stations have already picked it up. and. That's you know, close so to 100,000 listeners every week that might get a chance to hear it. So That is so yeah. amazing. If you are in a market and you want to hear Aaron on the radio, mm. message them and tell them to check him out. He's at yourmoviefriend.com. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I just, thanks for the plug, I thought that was kind of cool. I was really... That was totally unplanned. Here's your money. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. No, I, that's, that was very kind of you to say. I just say. think it's neat because you know, you're passionate about pop culture mm-hmm. and it's been sort of part of the drumbeat of your life for many years. Well said. So this is kind of a neat thing to see like blooming and kind of uh, yeah. coming around. The reason I like what I do is because there's something about pop culture in the way that it tells stories that just feels, it feels more pervasive than a lot of other ways that we can tell stories. And especially now with, you know, podcasts and different You mean specifically things. movies? I mean pop culture in general. Oh, like okay. storytelling in general yeah. is how I see pop culture. And when we tell stories to each other, we impart wisdom, we impart theology, we impart all these things, philosophy, all these things morals. about our morals, all these things about our life that are important to me. And so I think it's a valuable conversation to have, you know, no matter what the, the creator is intending of any piece of pop culture. That is interesting because I often notice in your reviews, even if the movie is like – not one that I would normally watch. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's more intense or something like that. Right. Um, you do notice themes to movies. Yeah, so themes that's are kind of what you're important. talking about. You know, like like the theme of forgiveness or the theme mm-hmm. of um, you know, I don't know, reconciliation. What I notice in pop culture is where where truth bubbles to the surface. Like I, I see a lot of storytelling happening, and you can you just feel the resonance of the things in it that are true. Those themes that are real, that are um, true to the world around us, they come through in a really okay, big way. I have a way. question for you. Mm-hmm. How do I find the theme or the truth to the meme for dog shaming? <laughs> I'm just trying to reach for that right now. <laughs> like, and now for another episode of deeper memeing. <laughs> Deeper meme. I love it. It's a new segment. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What's the meme? Deeper dog meme. shaming. Yeah, dog shaming. So here's the thing with dog shaming. Do, you, do we need to explain what it is first? Just sure. Go ahead. You, you explain know. it, and then I'll, I'll give you the deeper memeing. A dog maybe is caught destroying something, eating something it's uh-huh. not supposed to. Right. It's caught, mm-hmm. and so the owner draws up like a little note to explain what just happened. Like, dog will not stop eating one of right. my parents and they do it shoes. in first person a lot of times yeah, like, like they'll say i right. you know i ate my owner's shoe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they put the sign in front of the dog and take mm-hmm. a photo and i don't know how this happens but almost every single time the dog truly looks like it's guilty mm-hmm. and feeling terrible yes okay so what's the deeper memeing <laughs> of, of dog shaming you said it it sounds so good <laughs> deeper memeing uh here's what here's what we're dealing with in this this is why this is important and valuable to us because we see in it our own need to confess like we see in it our own need to go to a higher source and say i messed up i screwed up we and find humor in it and find humor in it for that's sure right. because so, it's not that big of a deal that you eat one shoe that's right in the grand scheme of things that's right but it speaks to our own kind of desire to have reconciliation preach it brother so you know in the same way it is it is a doggy confessional <laughs> in many ways you know the internet becomes the confessional booth 
We humans are the priests, uh, and the dogs are, you know, the congregation that, that get to come in. And so, yes, yeah, so that's the deeper meaning. What you may not know mm-hmm. about this segment that just came into existence <laughs> that we is this is actually something Aaron loves to do is find <laughs> find some sort of deep theological purpose in the most mundane things sure it's like one of your favorite there's things meaning everywhere there's memeing everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> so on the radio i think sometimes we've called it over spiritualization with aaron yeah. <laughs> <Like>. yes <laughs> and yeah. then you just give me an object and i'll you know find some sort of word i think picture. one time it was like a tissue box that's right and you were just like yes. here's and it was really value and it's so fast like you don't mm-hmm. well it comes from my papa my dad's a, a preacher, and preachers are really good at that kind of metaphorical, seeing the world in a metaphorical sense and, and those kind of things. So I've been doing it my whole life, and now I'm just glad that there's purpose to it. <laughs> Such value. <laughs> okay, um, I have to tell you something. Sure. There's this way that I've been talking lately. <laughs> yes. This sort of like nasally drawn out thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, where is this coming from? It's because I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, nice. And there's this character who does that. This is perfectly appropriate for a Sif Pop episode to talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, she does. That's, um. oh, what's her name? She's hilarious. Yeah. But this is this is my problem. Chelsea? Chelsea something. Go ahead. She, well, I should say this. I do this, and I have done this my whole life, where I'll hear an accent or some way that someone's, someone's voice sounds, and I mm-hmm. immediately attempt to mimic it. But then it's just such a part of me that sometimes I absorb it into like my vocabulary or my uh-huh. my cadence or sure. my, the way I talk, and I have no idea why. And so it was just like two or three days ago. I'm like, why have I started doing this thing? Like, what is that? Uh-huh. What is that thing that I, I never? You're heard? a human macaw. You really are. Like you, you will hear something and it's true. You will mimic it a immediately. Noise, mm-hmm. Which used to bug you. Because I used to think you were making fun of me all the time. All the time. <laughs> See, I still do. <laughs> See, I still doubt. No, <laughs> no, but you're right. Like, I do. I do that. Yeah. Um, I also do, like, when I'm vacuuming, I'll match the tone of the vacuum cleaner, and nice. then I'll start doing harmonies to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just such an audio... Like that? Whoa, guys. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> That's my vacuum noise. One more time. <laughs> so, what I heard is... <laughs> from... <laughs> Okay. All right, are we going to talk sorry, movies? Sorry, sorry. No, no, yes. no, that's good. That's good. I, I love I Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm actually glad you're watching that. That's a fun show. I just started, I, I have Hulu Plus, and so I just started mm-hmm. watching it from season one. Oh, that's I fun. have really enjoyed it. Oh, that's fun. And it's, it's also something that Justin, my husband, enjoys too. I just, I, you know, there's just something about that thing where a good cast has a decent chemistry and you have kind of that central comedic personality like Andy Samberg who, you know, has his own kind of voice in comedy. And I just think it works. I just think it really works. So it's good stuff. Yeah, it's the it's the kind of the new kind of comedy where you're confessing as you go. Talking about confessing earlier, mm-hmm. like he'll admit to what he's doing and how terrible and stupid it is. He's, mm-hmm. he's like trying to run it out, and that's right. I very much appreciate that because yeah. that's sort of how I am too. So did you start at the beginning or did you start with very your... beginning? Yeah, nice, cool. Yep. Well, it goes to some fun places, so I think you're in for a good ride. Good. Before we get into our first movie that we're going to discuss, I did want to mention we have a giveaway today. We have a selfie stick that we're going to be giving away to one lucky listener. Yeah, and, we meant to mention that earlier. And But I did want to mention that. We will tell you how to win that. Right uh, now. Oh, can we? Can we? Sure, go ahead. Okay. So the way that you 
can win a selfie stick, which, by the way, is sponsored by Band, which is mm-hmm. an app that I was talking about last week, um, is just by participating in the live show. So all you have to do is if you're on Mixler and you're able to chat, even if you've just said one comment, we're going to randomly draw all the people who comment during the show. Mm-hmm. If you're not on Mixler and you're on Twitter, you can tweet us at Aaron and Danae. And it can be any tweet. You can just say, hey, listening or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. We would appreciate it if you would kind of promote the show. That's always helpful just so that you're, you know, people know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on Twitter, you can always just send us an email or something like that. So just some kind of a participation in any of the outlets you can think of. Um, if you're at AaronAndDanae.com, you can see our email right there at the top. But it's AaronAndDanae at gmail.com. And let's let's be clear because this is a live or later audience and we're talking to the live audience right now. If you are listening on podcast after the show has happened. We've already given we've the already selfie given stick it away. away. We are giving it away at the end of this show. So Cool, we did it. We'll be doing it as soon as we... As soon as so we click stop on the show. So yeah, participate in some way or another and we'll get you into the random drawing to win again a selfie stick. It's a nice selfie stick. Mm-hmm. But you have to you have to take a selfie of yourself with it and How send it to us. How do you take a selfie of you with your selfie stick? Oh, I guess you just wouldn't be using it during the selfie taking cuz you'd have to No, no, no. I just I didn't mean the selfie stick had to be in the picture. I just meant oh. you have to use it and show us how you used it. That makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. That's so. the requirement. So, we're going to start one thing I would like to do with uh with these movies today mm-hmm. since you have not seen either of them and we're going to talk a little bit about Tomorrowland or mm-hmm. San Andreas. Uh I would love for you to watch the trailer. We'll start okay. with Tomorrowland and then I want you to ask me questions that you would want to know about the movie. Now we'll start with Tomorrowland which came out a couple weeks ago it's a disney movie um starring george clooney and it's kind of about this fantasy where you know a group of really Shh, smart no no, people... no no you can't talk about it yet because i haven't seen the trailer today's gonna watch the trailer here it Shh, is you're gonna ruin the trailer i'm sorry go okay. ahead start it up um we'll see if this is too loud here here we go it's the green part appropriate audiences <laughs> whoa so you're going to give us commentary while you watch the trailer, too? I think that's important. Every second that ticks by. Hey, George. The future is running out. Uh-oh. Okay, there's chaos going on in the world. This chick just got out of jail, apparently. Uh-huh. That's not mine. What's not yours? The pen. The pen isn't hers, guys. Oh, whoa, she touched it and she's somewhere else. <gasps> guys, did you see that? What if was I saw it. Dad, I just need you to look at this. Does it look weird? Guys, whoa! She is totally floating in a field of wheat. I've had this dream before. What? Okay, so I'd be having a mental breakdown right now because that was amazing. Whoa! Future technology. She walks through a dog. She's holding up the pin of power and it knocked her down. The pin of power. Who are you, kid? What you saw. So the movie is, is like epic. Where the best the sound and brightest is epic, people like. of the world mm-hmm. came together to actually change it. We've been looking for someone like you for a very long time. Ooh, what makes her special? What? Did something happen over there? Something bad? Doctor House here. happened, guys. Doctor House. <laughs> Doctor House happened. If that's true, that's one of the things that bugs me about trailers. Okay, and we're launching into space from a tub. I'm a little confused. One way in. They know we're coming, so follow me. 
So I'm getting the feeling. He thinks you can fix the future. Doctor House. Guys, the Eiffel Tower is a spaceship. <laughs> Guys, did you know? <laughs> so obviously. Here it comes. Seriously, I've had the dream of walking in wheat before. Yeah. Um. So obviously, this is like a save the world adventure movie mixed with yeah, future call. technology and a little bit of steampunk. I'm mm-hmm. looking in there. Yeah, yeah, sure, which sure. Kind of fun. A little bit. Is it? Like, okay, so there's tons and tons and tons of CG in what I just saw. Okay. What well, do you think, feel like it was noticeable CG or just you know it's CG because it couldn't happen in real life? I'm pretty sure that none of that could happen in real life, Aaron. <laughs> no, I know. But <laughs> was it like, oh, that's obviously computer generated or was it more like, um, how, why was it obvious? Because you could see the chinks in the armor or because it was something that could never happen? Um, it's because it could never happen. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is better because there's some CG that's like, you know, you can't even watch it because you're so distracted by how awful it looks. See, but know? I haven't had that experience in a really? long time. My last experience was just like a split second at the beginning of Captain America, mm-hmm. which we talked about. Yeah. Avengers. At the beginning of yeah, Avengers. Yeah, sorry. It was CG that's a little off. It was when Captain, no, it was when Th- uh, Thor yep. was fighting. There yep. was like this one particular. It was a little wonky person and i was like maybe that wasn't a human maybe it was like a hybrid animal Those were because pixels. it was just yeah it was very pixelated <laughs> yeah. so no mine mine is definitely based more in obviously this had to be created in a computer to make it look good sure 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 so my question to you right off the bat person who has seen this movie mm-hmm. which by the way we're going to try not to spoil anything yeah we that's always the goal okay um how is the CG? Like, how does it match up? Does it look smooth I think it looks and great? great? I, I really, the beautiful? effects in this did not bother me at all. Cool. No, I think it's a beautiful movie. It's it's gorgeous to watch. It's fun. If you have a vivid imagination, this is a movie that plays to you. Like, it, it's like, ooh, I want to think more about that world and how that works and so all these inventions. What I liked and- about the trailer is that, and I'm watching Tomorrowland official trailer number one. That's in case you want to know. I found it at Movie Clips Trailers on YouTube. Nicely done. Um, in this particular trailer, because there's usually several different versions. So when she touches this pin, she's teleported or she's having a vision. Something's or something, happening. Something mm-hmm. is happening. Yeah. Or she's like between universes or something. Mm-hmm. And when she does this on the second time and she's she's in a truck and she's driving with, I guess, her dad, which is who she was talking to. And she touches this pin. That scene where it clips back over and suddenly she's driving at that same speed through uh-huh. the field that was rad and it's really interesting because that's what draws me particularly into a movie is that sort of curiosity element mm-hmm. and that beauty element and then like ooh, that's interesting cg because she's like sitting in air mm-hmm. floating or driving or whatever and looking around, and she's just as shocked as I am. So, so do you feel like the trailer then did its job to, you know, get Peak you interested curiosity? In, in the movie? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, second question: What's the girl's name? I don't know. Okay, so this this girl character, mm-hmm. how did she do as an actress? I thought she was good. I thought she she 
I think the acting in this is almost secondary, but none of it is distracting. Like, there's no acting in it you're rolling your eyes at or anything like that. But there's also no, like, big Oscar-winning performances in it or anything like that. Does that disappoint you? No, no, not at all. (laughs) Because that's not what this movie is about. Exactly. Okay. It all services the story. Is this like a Jupiter Rising type thing? No. No, 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 no. Totally different. Totally different feel. In fact, the main message of this movie, like the main theme of this movie, is about how we need more people who look to the positivity of the future and of hope and of those kind of things. Whereas a movie like Jupiter Rising is exactly the kind of movie that this movie rails against, which is a movie about the apocalyptic future where it's all going to come crashing down and everybody, you know. I must say, I find that to be very true. Mm Mm-hmm. There are a lot of really weird parts of our world. There's a lot of dark stuff. But I think every single generation believes that we're in the apocalypse because of the dark stuff that you continue to discover. Mm. But like with this new sort of generation, there's just so much more access to information about, you know, the darker parts mm-hmm. of humanity. You know, we're yeah. finding out more and more like just the things that are happening. Like we, we could spend days and days and days and days and days and never stop talking about the dark things of life. Right. So... I don't want to be naive and I don't want to turn a blind eye to something that I am called to help out and make a difference. But part of like being the light and being a positive person and choosing to like impact your world positively is trying to find those wonderful things and in life, enjoying them and like feeding into them. So if that's the theme of this movie, not only am I excited about it, but like I want to, can I just go ahead and go, can you do the podcast? And then I'm just going to go watch it. Because no, I kind of want to have a movie like that, you know, one that like you walk out and you're like, yeah, I'm going to change the world. That's this movie. That is, is it? That is this movie. In fact, you almost perfectly encapsulated the message of this movie Whoa. with what you just said. And uh, it is it is exciting to so see a movie. So is this my that... drop the mic moment then? <laughs> Did I miss it? Should I don't I know that like... you can drop these mics. They seem to be secured. <laughs> We seem to be not holding them. That is true. Um, so, yeah, well done. But Hey, thanks. I think overall, because it so resonates with me on that level, like the message level and kind of the imagination level, that kind of stuff, that I'm predisposed to like something like this. But it's not a perfect movie. Like if you – the plot does get a little bit confusing at times. Um, you know, there are some elements of it that are just kind of like, eh, you kind of had to stretch to get me there. Okay, I've got another question for you. Sure. Because I don't want to move on just yet. No, you're good. Is this based on an existing story or is it a brand new, totally new story? Totally new story. Okay, because here's why I asked that. In the trailer, I think that I like glanced on TV once. Mm-hmm. I thought that I saw like a little kid Iron Man or a little kid <laughs> like- Sure. Oh, what was the guy- Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, is this like an origin story? Like, Is, is it Rocket sort of... Man? Rocket yeah. Man. Was Rocket Man. Which one was the comedy? What was the comedy with the... Uh, uh, anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just got no, distracted. Okay. There's one called... Are they both called a Rocket Man? Anyways, go ahead. I'm Googling it. Oh, nice. Well, we don't need to get distracted by it. I mean... Rocket Man. Because there was a comedy starring Hal Sparks. Is that who it was starring? The Anyways... Cause I'm a rocket man. Yes, you can sing the whole song. Anyways, let's not get distracted by this. Let's let's get back. So, what were you saying about that? I just I wondered if it was an existing story or not. No, what it is is it's a play off of that section of Disney World. 
is uh, the Tomorrowland oh. section of Disney World. So like Pirates of the Caribbean was like a play on, what are we doing? I just thought. Danae. Uh, I mean, you have my computer plugged in, so I'm kind of in You know, charge. there are levels of distractibility. All right, you just oh, let me know. Let me know when we're so right. So good. It's just a good song. Well, you want me to skip ahead? No, no, I'll just I'll, I'll be here. I kind of just want to get to that point where we can all sing together. Sure, no, I understand. Do you want to sing the song with us? Huh? Listen, we're all gonna sing the song together because we're about to get there. Oh, this is this is a good video. Okay, guys, get ready. Here comes the part that we like. We're gonna get sued for copyright. Are we? <laughs> really? I don't know. We're only playing part of it. Right? Here comes the part. Rocket Man! Guys, I really upset Aaron. <laughs> no, you didn't. Dude, you're sitting back with your I arms just crossed. I was just waiting. You That's were all. practically trying to kill me with your eye glare. That is not true. <laughs> okay, maybe a little bit. Uh, so I just hijacked your show. No, That's no. All. this is life. This, this is, is life with show. Danae. Our That's show. right. That's right. I will hold this selfie stick as <laughs> if it's my scepter. <laughs> I'm in charge here. <laughs> So, like Pirates of the Caribbean, it's based on an existing Disney property, but they didn't really have a story alongside of it until they put one with it. So, what was the um, land that Stark's, like Tony Stark's dad built? Oh, I don't know. Didn't he build some sort of like Rocketeer? <laughs> Rocketeer is the name of the movie. Rocket Man was the comedy. All right, now we can move on. All right. <laughs> oh, look, there it is, the Rocketeer. That's the one I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. And there's no song for that one, so you're safe. Okay, good. Thank you. Appreciate that. So overall, I would say Tomorrowland's a good watch, uh, as long as you can deal with it. What was the thing during the trailer, Danae, that you said, if this is the case, this is going to oh, bug me? When the narrator is like um, something, you know, the, the saying something about, and there's a dark person or... And then things changed. There's mm-hmm. sort of like a twist. Oh, I see. And visually it shows who's responsible for the twist. Mm, I see. Or visually you see the person that they're talking about, which if you're wanting to experience a movie without having any preconceptions, then it's already out the window. Like the first time I see a particular character on the screen, I'm going to have an idea of where I think it's going. Yeah. Well, this is the reason, and I encourage anybody who can do this to do it. This is the reason I don't go in the movie theater until uh, trailers are over. I do not watch any trailers. Um, so because I like you were mentioning like the Eiffel Tower taking off, like you said, the Eiffel Tower is a spaceship that's in the the preview. Yeah. Like, I loved that moment of the movie. I had no clue it was coming. But how would have my experience been different if I already knew that was the case? I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where I really would like to go in pure. So I, I try not to see as many trailers as possible. I'm so really trying to figure out, like, like Howard Stark, the land he created. Uh-huh. Ugh. If you don't know, if you can't get there without Google, then we don't go there. That's the rule from yeah. here on out. You just, you can't. 
You can't find it. You can't find yeah, it. Yeah, I can't find it. I mean, at least not quickly. Okay, so we're going to move on now to movie two. No, before we get to movie two, we've got to uh, do a little conversation. Oh, no, we can't because I don't have the, the sound. You've got the sound right now. We can go to movie two. It's too late. I'm giving you the sound ability. Man. I just wanted it back. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Danae, you cannot be trusted. All right, so tell us about the sponsor of our giveaway today. The sponsor of our giveaway today is Band. This is the app we were talking about last week. We've had a fun week. We actually had a chance, Aaron and I, to Skype with the peoples in uh, Palo Alto, California, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who um, helped to make this app amazing. And they were amazingly kind. Yeah. So we're going to be doing some fun giveaways using their sweet, sweet product, including today's selfie stick giveaway. But Band is a communications app. It's a group app. So if you've been in the internet world for a long time, remember chat rooms, things like that, it didn't used to be quite as creepy as it is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be about community and conversation. I think it's always been a little bit creepy. There's always There's been always a creepy There's always been room. creepy okay. people. There's always that one guy. <laughs> um, but anyhow, it's kind of like that again. Where, or girl. Or girl. Where you can just join conversations and add to conversation. It's different than Facebook, uh, which is kind of a common one, in that you can join multiple kind of things that uh, like interests of your life. Um, in each band you join, you can create a new profile. So if you wanted to be, like if I wanted to be Danae in one of them and Mary in another, I could do that. <laughs> I choose not to. <laughs> I'm consistently myself. <laughs> that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing overall. But so far, it's kind of neat. It's it's a fresh, new, a lot of fun, new people. If you like getting on the kind of the, not the ground level, because the app's been around for a little while, but if you really like to get involved in like a fresh start to a community, it's there. Please join our Aaron and Danae band, because we're going to be doing special giveaways just for the people in that band very mm-hmm. soon. As well as the Sift Pop band. Which yep. uh, where we talk pop culture, that kind of stuff, like we're talking about today. There's so. links at our website if you want. You can go to AaronAndDanae.com, and when you click on Shoe the Dough, there's a link to band there. All right, now we can move on to San Andreas, which is the other movie we want to talk about on today's episode of Sif Pop. It's The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, in a movie about earthquakes, and Danae's going to load up the trailer. The trailer. So there's a lady on the ground. She's all covered in dust. There's dust everywhere. Clearly destruction. Her hair still looks amazing. (laughs) She's got ringing in her ears, which we're hearing now. Ooh, the rock is in a helmet. He's in a helicopter. Flying in. Trying to save her. As a building falls over. Run, girly, run. Oh, it's like a Legolas moment where you're running across debris and somehow you're still staying upright. It's like that. Are you hurt? Uh, are you hurt? People need to know that the shaking is not over. We'll get hit again. The Hollywood sign just fell over, Aaron. What? How will we survive? Everything appears to be shaking. How will we know where Hollywood is? So, did he use literally correctly there? I believe so. Okay, because I'm I seeing a gigantic so. crack. Uh-huh. 
Is this when California breaks off and goes into the sea as its own individual? Now why would I tell you something like that? That seems like that would be giving too much away. It's just, if that were the case. That's just a common belief. Right. Oh, we also have drowning happening. Okay, so there's shaking of earth and undersea excitement. Mm-hmm. Undersea excitement. <laughs> that sounds like an advertisement for like a water park. <laughs> that does not sound like a disaster movie. I guess I should have said terror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> undersea terror. Undersea excitement, everybody. <laughs> so, okay, now they're in a little boat and they're going up the world's gigantic wave, like largest wave. Oh, oh, that boat didn't make it, but the rocks boat's okay. <laughs> wow, that's a big wave. Okay. So, first of all, I have to give props to uh, the BDG in the comments because he also identified my favorite out of context quote of the day. Oh, good. Because last time it was really uncomfortable. One. It's it, like uncomfortable again. Danae says, Danae says, I'm seeing a gigantic crack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I should have said, in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be the show's out of context quote oh, of the show. Well done, Danae. You're always good for at least one. So what did you think uh, of that trailer? I mean, it looks like one of those where if I was to be watching this movie, I don't think I'm going to enjoy myself. Okay. And I'm going to be angry with my body for having an adrenaline rush the mm. whole time. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. That is the question you have to ask with a disaster movie like this. Is Are you the kind of person that can enjoy you know, the anxiety of it, or are you the person that it's really going to mess up? Because it is definitely one of the most intense movies I've ever seen. I'm not saying it's going to mess me up. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I don't know that I want to be messed with. (laughs) Oh, interesting. No, what's the difference? So, um, like when you say it's going to mess me up, like I feel like when you leave the theater, it's like one of those seven moments. Seven is my movie that messed me up. Well, yeah, Seven messed okay. everybody up. Right. So that's what I'm gauging it by. When you say mess me no. up afterwards. No, like, no, 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 no. I couldn't, I couldn't function properly for like days. I was, I was having a horrible, horrible time. Okay, no, no. This is not that. It's just the kind of movie where you sit down, but you're never really sitting down. Uh-huh. Your body is still running. Your mind is running. You're, you know, your whole, you're engaged on that level. And I don't want that kind of a workout. So do you like disaster movies at all? Like, did you ever see Twister? No. Okay. Um, Independence Day? Yeah, but I don't think I consider that a, like, the same kind of a movie for you some don't, reason. You don't consider Alien Invasion where cities are blowing up to be a disaster? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's not entirely what I meant. Um, like, I don't think so. Like, there are certainly some disastrous moments. I mean, the White House being blown up, mm-hmm. not cool. But I feel like this movie, just based on the trailer, and again, it's just the trailer. Sure, so sure. it's just, the trailer didn't really show any pause mm-hmm. in the go, 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 go. And I saw maybe 15 different scenes where they're constantly trying to outrace their environment. Yes, that is the movie. So, but when the entire earth is shaking and you have nowhere else to go, it's just constantly racing to the place that you think is the most safe, which apparently is at one point in time on the ocean where there's a gigantic wave coming at you. <laughs> so it's like, okay, then after that, is it, you know, we're, we're taking this dinghy to Hawaii? Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know how this movie pays out except for you survive. Maybe. this. So this movie doesn't have, like for me, it's not going to have a lot of substance. 
Right. So that's what I like in a movie. So here's the substance that I saw in this movie. As we've already talked about how I find themes everywhere. This movie is very purposely metaphorical about this man's family. So it's a movie about the tearing apart of a family and how that relates to the tearing apart of the earth. And so it's this man trying to hold his family together while the earth is tearing apart beneath them. Sounds awful. So it is uh, surprisingly fun. Like surprisingly and amazingly good Did watch. you laugh? I did. I laughed several times. Is it because The Rock was amazing? No, it's because, well, there are two types of laughs, right? The intentional ones and the unintentional ones, like the ones they want you to laugh and the ones where you laugh, you know, just because it's a little ridiculous, Uh, which in this case, I think they might have wanted that too. Both are in here. There are just there are just really funny lines. And then there are also such over the top cheesy action lines that they're also funny. You know, that kind of stuff. It's very old school, cheesy action into the world kind of stuff. So, and Dwayne Johnson is perfect for this movie. I do have to say, I love The Rock. Yeah. And he's so good in this. He's fun. Yeah. He's, he's a, a fun. great follow on Instagram. <laughs> if you, it's true. If you uh, like Instagram, he is so fun to watch. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know that I would want to watch this one unless it was either something that was on at someone's house and you're just watching mm-hmm. it. You know, I don't know that I want to go spend money watching it. Yeah, it could be. Do you have any questions about it after watching the trailer? No. I think when you watch a trailer, you know what to expect completely. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I may be making some wrong assumptions. Uh-huh. Totally would own up on that, but we may never find out because there's a just very slim chance I would watch this one. I think the question that I would say you have to ask yourself. Okay, I do have a question. Okay. So you can ask first. Well, the question I think you ask yourself in a movie like this is, can I go in and just let it be the kind of movie it wants to be. Very similar to like a Furious movie, like Furious 7 that just came out. If also you can, didn't enjoy that. If you can let it just be the movie it wants to be See, and the, not want it to be the movie you want it to be, you may have a good time. I like, I don't know. I either want the movie to be really obviously unrealistic, like Avatar, where you're like, okay. I'm buying into this world because it, it's a totally imagined, I can believe everything about it. But then if there's enough Because of, there's no point of reference. There's, yeah, there's no reference point. You're just- yeah. It's just you're in it. Okay. And I love that because then I don't have any like, I don't know, expectations, I guess. But in a world where it's like, you know, Hollywood signs falling over and. That's a real world. You have a yeah. reference point for that. So like just like in Furious 7, which we talked about, I think that was on the Critic, the Geek and the Girl mm-hmm. on YouTube. We talked about that one. I had never seen a Furious movie before, Fast and Furious before. I had no idea how over the top cheesy it was. Right. And so I was adjusting to all of that while also trying to absorb the insanity of that movie. So mm. I feel like this one is pretty obvious. It's just constantly over the top. Mm-hmm. It is. Ever so slightly believable, considering, yes, we could have a major earthquake and there would be tsunamis and stuff like that. I but. think it's, it is, okay, okay, it's not the, can I just say this? It's not the events that happen that make this unbelievable. That's not the part for me that is ridiculous. What's ridiculous is the way the humans interact with those events. Like, what's ridiculous is that they have these witty one-liners that they say after stuff happens. Nobody happened. would say that. Right. And what's Nobody. ridiculous is the way they escape these events. You know, those things right. are the ridiculous things. The fact that this could happen is not the most unbelievable thing in the world. No, no, no. In, fact, in fact, when I watch movies that have an element of the end of the world or something, I usually have a post-movie conversation with family and friends about our apocalypse plan. Nice. Okay. Which includes? Um, we, where's the water? <laughs> where's the food? How far nice. can how far can we get depending on the the trouble? Mm-hmm. You know, 
if something is volcanic. You just want to be ready. Yeah, like do we have some kind of a conversation at some point about where we're going to meet up? What cave are we going to go find? <laughs> nice. You know, whatever. <laughs> Good. So well, let me know if you pick out a nice cave. Yeah. Just so I know where to, you know, bring my family. Hey, no problem. So what so was the question? The question was, was the CGI distracting? Boy, that's really on your on your mind. No, it wasn't. Okay, because it looked pretty good on the trailer. It's amazing, actually. It's it, incredible. See, I this is kind of the movie where, and I like to know how things are created. Mm. I like to know like how things are made. Right. Just one of the reasons that I've been geeking out over you know specific apps that I've been talking about mm-hmm. a lot lately, because it's all new and it's like, ooh, how does this work? So when you're watching these buildings fall over, and you're watching the earth kind of like unsettle itself, etc. Right. I'm like. How did they study that? How did they how do they know the right amount of dust to come flying it out looks, of windows? Yeah. And, and at what speed, you know, cuz these computer programs are fascinating to me. Watching the earthquakes roll yes. through the earth, the, the tectonic through, plates. Yeah, through the city was pretty pretty intense, pretty amazing. I that maybe I would like to see because um you know, on some degree I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I don't know that I would see it if it was really happening, because I'd probably, I'm I'm going to be one of those people that just immediately done. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm probably not going to make it. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. And it's not because my husband isn't the rock or something. <laughs> like he would try to rescue me. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, uh, here's my personal recommendation for you today. Okay. I think you will like it more than you think you would, but I think overall you would still be a little too nervous during the whole. Aaron, thing, if maybe. you told me, I really think you should go see this movie. Mm-hmm. On your recommendation, I would. Yeah, I know you would. I, I don't think you'd love it, but I don't think you'd hate it like you think you would. I think you'd have fun with it. But that's just my <gasps> Ooh, I just thought of I thought of a fun thing to do while watching this movie. What's that? Have headphones on playing like, I don't know, operas and ballet music and like, you know, these sort of uh, orchestra type symphonies. Okay. That would be really fun. So you have this sort of juxtaposition of total destruction and chaos and fast-pacedness in your eyes, but like peace in your ears. Hmm, interesting. I kind of want to try that. There is a story here. You probably want to hear some of the dialogue. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there's not going to be substance there for me. Fair man. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, uh, so over, we're done with that. Overall, check check. Overall, I would say Tomorrowland and San Andreas. Uh, I enjoyed both more than. Um, more than usual you know i go to a lot of movies and they were too on the kind of the b range you know it's nice to know that this one wasn't horrible i didn't think so that's nice to know yeah because it could have tanked yeah no i think it could have been i think there's a hunger for that kind of you know what is one of the worst movies you've seen lately Oh my goodness! It kind of pops into your head just the first one i don't they don't pop into my head because i get rid of them so quickly um magic delete button yeah. Hello. Well, I see. I see you know, three movies every weekend. Like, I just don't have time to to like. I I write my reviews and then I I you don't have to let it go. I have to let it go because I just can't hold on to. I mean, I could look at my spreadsheet where I you keep really track can't. Of let's things and... let's just okay. We're gonna have silence for five seconds. Okay. Okay, Aaron. I want you to close your eyes and just think of what was a movie that like made me like <sighs> groan. Okay, ready? I'm telling you, I can't even remember. <sighs> it's silence time. Ready? Close your eyes. Five. Just five seconds of silence. I don't want to. I I can't. I have the selfie stick. I'm in charge. Okay. I can't. I can't. You didn't even make it five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't even remember what I watched three weekends ago. Like, I just can't remember back. I mean, the horror movies are almost always awful, but actually the last couple horror movies haven't been that terrible. The Poltergeist remake was, you know, Poltergeist with new actors, and that was kind of useless, but... I don't. You know what I mean? So like you did it's, it. You you came up with a few. <laughs> I did not. I named one movie, and it wasn't even awful. It was just kind of that's you know, all mediocre. it was. It was an experiment. That's it. Yeah. You know the faith based films are often you know hard to to sit through because I cherish the message so much, and it's hard to see it done poorly. You know. No. So, but but <laughs> no, I can't. I can't really put my finger on the awful awful stuff. I've given three or four Fs in my entire movie critic career. So because you grade. Mm-hmm. I sure do. There are no stars in Aaron's world. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of having a reaction to something, mm-hmm. we're going to get into our uh, next topic now. Ooh, I am excited for this. I've got to say, uh, uh, as we transition into that, I'm going to mention again how you can uh, qualify for the selfie stick. We're doing we're doing a giveaway for a selfie stick today. If you are following us on Twitter or Facebook or Band. You've already seen the picture of it, but we're going to send one to a winner. And how you can participate is just by commenting during the show. So if you're on Mixler listening listening live right now and you comment of any kind and say hi or hey listening, then we will add your name into the hat, so to speak. If you're on Twitter and you're following us at Aaron and Danae, all you have to do is just send us a quick message and say, hey, I'm listening. Uh, in fact, Erica... At Purple Koala 55 said, hey there, radio sounds good today. Thank you, Erica. So She's entered. She's entered in. And that's all I have to do. That's at Aaron and Danae. Or if neither of those work for you, but you're listening live right now, you can always email us. We're Aaron and Danae at gmail.com. Yeah, and just it, interact in any way over the course of this hour, and we'll get you in the drawing. The giveaway will be um, completed at the end of the show. So if you're listening to this later on the podcast, we've already given it away. That is the case. Okay, so we're going to go into this next segment. I'm super excited about this. Danae came to me and she said this simple sentence, <laughs> and it rocked my world. The sentence was, I finally watched an episode of Doctor Who. Uh, now, I have been... Uh, I thought it was going to be like, I started wearing deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be nice too. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> we can all dream. <laughs> so, uh, so no, uh, Doctor Who is something I got into during the third season of the new revival and then went back and watched the, you know, the first couple of seasons of the revival. Uh, I think we're into like season, we're through season five or six now. And, uh, and I always talk about how fun the show is and how much I love it and how incredible it is. And of course, the internet is always a buzz about Doctor Who stuff. Um, and so Danae, in her world, has kind of heard this buzz. And then one day... Was watching TV, had some time, saw an episode of Doctor Who was going to be on, and she decided to watch it. And then what happened, Danae? Oh, I was so disappointed. You hated it. It was maybe one of the worst TV episode experiences. What you guys don't see is Aaron's gigantic smile right now. He is so excited. <laughs> no, it's really interesting because it's hard to Let have me... an experience that seems to go against like, yes. everything you're hearing. Okay, in... this happened to me once before. Everyone was reading this particular book. I picked it up. I started reading it, and I hated it. Like It was, oh, this is not good for me. I think I... we've all had an experience like that at one point. And I didn't want to tell anybody about it because everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like I just kind of kept it to myself. So this is sort of one of those situations where people love Doctor Who and there's all these, you know, 
keychains and swag and mm-hmm. stuff that's Little everywhere. Little TARDIS figurines. Yes, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and there's an elevator and there's a guy and- An elevator? Yeah. There's an elevator through space thing. I don't know. It's if got that's windows. That's the TARDIS. It's, an actual, oh. it's a police box from England. And they get inside of it? Uh-huh. And they go places? It's bigger on the inside. It's, you know- uh, I, I, Time and relative dimensions in space. Tardis. So, so the episode I watched was <laughs> you were such a dork. Oh goodness! At least there's a reason why it's named Tardis. Mm-hmm. Um, the episode I watched was I just I just did a Google search. Let me tell you what my Google search was to find it. Okay. Doctor Who episode zombies with cat nuns. <laughs> I know exactly that episode. It's apparently titled New Earth, mm-hmm. um, where they're traveling to the farthest point he's ever taken this chick mm-hmm. um, to 5 billion and 23 in some galaxy. I'm reading now the Wikipedia article. Right. I don't need to read it because I experienced it in person. Let me just tell you basically what it is, is this weird episode. Okay, okay, okay. I should back up. I didn't realize that Doctor Who was like, be sci-fi right it came from yeah old like old sci-fi, sci-fi yeah b movies that kind of stuff in fact we just got a comment and somebody said how can you not like Doc- doctor who it's so quirky and strange and weird and it seems to fit your personality which i agree with it does seem to kind of be the kind of show you would connect to in a lot of what ways what was quirky and strange about it like there i don't know i guess i need to watch a different episode to like learn more about these characters mm-hmm. the doctor who character was just alarmingly unaware of what was going on around him at all Mm -hmm. times it was like so here's this person rose and they get into these wash you off elevators to go to the top floor and immediately he's like rose is missing he has no care in the world you Mm -hmm. know so it's not just that it's like quote-unquote poorly made Mm -hmm. you know like low budget or whatever because i don't really mind that too well and the new ones really aren't poorly made they keep some of the same um aesthetics is the old ones but they're but the quality of the effects and all that kind of stuff has improved since the first ones you don't see the wires anymore (laughs) (laughs) the wires are gone that's right we've moved up that's right so so that kind of stuff just threw me because i don't know i guess i thought doctor who wouldn't be like i'm I'm, my takeaway from doctor who's character after watching one episode and this the being the episode is that he is sort of not really caring about anything other than his natural curiosity. Oh, interesting. Like he didn't care about much going on except for like, even, and then there was like a possession going on. So this too from a slab of human skin with a face. <laughs> so it's not just cat nuns, you know, I'm talking like what? And like she had to be moisturized. Uh huh. You yes. know, Oh, that was, different and then so obviously she's a repeat character so i'm just i'm just watching it yeah because it was clear that they had a history there are lots of people he has a history with that aren't but even the chick that was with him knew who she was so there was some kind of a correlation you know so then i'm like okay so this is a recurring character this slab of skin (laughs) you know and so um the rest of the show like it wasn't about the plot that's you know, sci-fi plots are sci-fi plots, mm-hmm. but it was more just like 
I just didn't understand the character's connection yeah. at all. There wasn't really anything for me this to get involved the, in. I don't yeah, know. This is I the, was very disappointed. This is the danger of two things. Number one, it's the danger of having something built up to you so big, right? We didn't realize that it was built up so big, but I definitely felt that way afterwards because my right. first quote to you, I believe, was... I was under the impression that I was going to like this, <laughs> was my exact quote to you. <laughs> it is also the danger of jumping into something in the middle that is right. a linear story. And that's one of the things that I'm like reserving. I'm trying mm-hmm. not to get like hyper upset or hyper disappointed by it because I it's apparently episode like 168. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty far in. Um, I, here's what I would recommend. I would recommend that uh, you watch one cleanser episode that I get to choose and then you get to decide overall if the experience was good or bad. So, you know, you get one that happened random happenstance and one that I get to pick out for you. Does that make sense? Yes. And so if you commit to that, then maybe on our next SIF pop, you can report back and say if that clinched your palate, if you can kind of understand more, or if it's still the same experience. Does that make sense? Yes. Why did you do a Google image search for that character? Because I wanted to show you that the, I've seen it. There is a slab of skin character. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Such uniqueness. Very, very true. Well, I I can't say I'm not disappointed because I do love the show, and mm-hmm. so I am a bit disappointed that you had that experience. But I think there are reasons for it. Like I think, I think here's here's what I wish the episode would have done a little differently. Okay. The purpose of the episode was that humans had the humanity or humans had been experimented upon for um, basically extracting all of their immunities to diseases. And people would fly in from all over the galaxy to have treatments to remove diseases. Right. But secretly, like underneath, there's all these pods with all these humans stuck in them that are suffering. And so the whole entire show is about freeing the humans and bringing them back. If that had not been paired with the whole Cassandra thing, mm-hmm. I think I would have been in more. Cassandra's the skin character. Yes, I just found that on Google. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call her Skin Scab. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's what she is. She's a gigantic piece of scab. I know skin. your name's Cassandra, but we're just going to go with uh, <laughs> skin Lady Skin Scab. <laughs> How are you so today, kinda, Lady Skin Scab? I kind of wish that she hadn't been a part of that particular episode. But I think it's because she has a purpose in the uh, other previous episode, episodes. So, like, she, I don't know. I don't, I can't, I, Here's I can only possibly assume. the most miraculous thing Doctor Who does, genuinely, honestly, for me, is it takes these out of the, out of this world characters, like, the, like you know, Lady Skin Scab mm-hmm. and the Cat Nuns, all right? And if you watch long enough, you start to realize it is painting them as legitimate, full featured, um, beings that have souls and have morals and have so you start to get an idea of the strangest of strange is still valuable and that's doctor whose philosophy is every creature is valuable but I, picked so, that, I picked that up in star trek like that's <laughs> you didn't not, need another show to tell you i don't you? need another show to tell me that does that make sense like we did that why in, not in next generation we did we've, we've done that in in like great sci-fi like talk about a great sci-fi show mm-hmm. where you're on a you're traveling through space and you're landing on planets and you're learning about populations and they do things differently than you but their entire cultures and they have value and there's mm-hmm. you know that is that i don't i don't so doctor who is through time Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can see how it would be kind of the same thing. He's on his own little spaceship, but he's going through time rather than, you know, and the, the different and the difference is he has a bit of 
not complete, but a bit more omniscience to him where he has been around so long and he knows so much. So the aloofness that you're picking up on is not not caring. It's just being confident in his awareness of how big time is and how big the universe is. So he has this aloofness to him because he can't relate to anybody. Nobody can relate to him. He's the last of his species. Is he a species? Mm -hmm. He's a time lord. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. If they had said that, well, they maybe once. That <laughs> yeah. would have been interesting. Yeah, it is hard to get. He all did that... have an interesting like little wand that seemed to open doors and do random things. That mm-hmm. was also interesting. I'm like, oh, what was that? Oh, I'm telling you, you're gonna love this show. I'm telling, I'm telling you I'm right so now. Nervous. If you I let yourself so get into it, you Ugh. the way you talk about it, the things you love about it are the things that that you will you will pick up on. I'm it's... not saying I loved it. No, I'm I... saying it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's I. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that you actually will like Doctor Who if you give it a chance. I am really nervous that I'm not going to. And that's okay too. Like I don't need that to be happen for my you know life to be complete or anything. Okay. I but... wouldn't assume that because that's a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Oh man, my co host doesn't like the same stuff I like. It's already one oh one. I know, Aww. it's time. It's time. I didn't even know that we already we didn't even get to the do we care part. I, I wanted to do the do we care today. Oh man. We can close with one do we care or something if you want. No, let's save it for later. We'll right. do we'll do do we well, care these, later. These do we cares won't be relevant later. Hey, so. let's let's briefly then mention that we do want to go to multiple days a week and your support of us on Patreon makes that possible. So if you're giving a monthly gift of any amount, whether it's three or ten dollars on Patreon at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae, that is so helpful because we're getting closer and closer and closer to our next goal. And when that happens, we're going two days a week, which means we could easily just roll right into another episode in a couple of days and and do that. Well, and it's also exciting because it allows us to focus on the things like, you know, pop culture may not be your thing. So, you know, if we put that on Fridays, let's say, then, you know, OK, Fridays is pop culture day. And then people who love it can subscribe to that. And it just makes it easier to kind of find the things you love. So that's kind of the hope. The other thing that we want to do is make sure to tally up those who have participated with the show. This is your last moment to uh, send us a tweet at Aaron and Danae so that you can qualify for a selfie stick or send us an email at Aaron and Danae at gmail.com or comment in the Mixler comments. Let us know that you're listening if you're listening on our website, all you have to do is just click the little player there and you'll head over to Mixler and you should be able to comment. So we want to give away the selfie stick before the end of the episode. So let's do that. All right. One final do we care before we shut things down. And do the selfie stick giveaway. Give the selfie stick giveaway. Here it is, Danae. Yes. Netflix is researching doing advertisements. Do we care? Oh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Because that might affect how we watch Netflix, right? I just, I think more and more every everything is going to go to both advertising and subscription, which seems counter... So you have to subscribe and then pay more to not have advertisements? No, you pay for the subscription and still have advertisements. But I, want, like I don't want any. But that's like Hulu Plus is the same way. You pay for Hulu Plus and they still was do a commercials. Feature. I know. If there was a feature to pay like an extra four bucks a month and just remove ads completely. But see, that's how they make money. So I don't think that's, I don't think that's viable. I know. For... It's interesting, right? So Ugh, apparently we care about we that one. We do care about that one. <laughs> Let's do another one. No, I... we don't have time. We got to go. I I am refreshing my feed to make sure we get all of our tweets in. Okay. All right. Uh, the Rock to star in Big Trouble in Little China. Do we care? Hmm. No. That, that would be a no? No. Okay. We don't care about that one. Tron 3 Petition has 10,000 fans. 
What's a partition? <laughs> Shush. No, really, what, what word were you trying to go Petition. for? Petition! Oh, okay. <laughs> That's enough from you. We're out of here. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.